It's Chris Ryan. Are you ready? To oh my God, he's scaring me. The I'm, he's damn okay, sneaking up on me like that. What's wrong with you? Come in through the window. Come on, climb all in. Thank you. Get okay. Close the window. Thank you. It's cold out there. Okay, Chris, how you been? How you been? Use I'm the door good. next. I'm, I'm just you? excited. We have uh, episode 112 of Tell yes. the Damn Story, uh, and we get to. Uh, oh man, we get to kind of go over the other side for a little bit this week. Usually it's just me and you, and we put these podcasts out, and you never really know ah. if the circle is complete, if anyone yeah. listens, right? That's <laughs> the whole idea of creativity, right? Yeah. You put it out there, and if someone grabs it and makes it their own, then the circle is complete. And this week... We get to see the circle complete, at least for a minute, at least for one young man. And uh, I can't wait to talk to him. Matter of fact, uh, if it's good with you, I'm going to throw it over to you and see if we can jump right in. There's a little bit of a backstory and then an introduction. Alex, uh, Simmons, okay, it's all yes, you, bro. Yes. yes, it's all on me. And, you know, who better to carry the weight? Okay. <laughs> so in a moment, folks, you'll be introduced to a wonderful young human being. And by the way, you notice that Chris and I both keep saying young because he's definitely younger than us. He's so much younger than us. It's, yeah, it's well. painful. We're blowing dust off of us. And he's just standing there, a ray of sunshine and youth. But I'm going to just quickly tell you before I say his name, before I say his name, I'm going to quickly tell you that this is a young man who has a you know, really great job. And I met him some years ago, completely unrelated to all the things we're going to talk about today. He works at the college where we do uh, the Kids Comic Con every year. That's a, mm -hmm. an event that I've been doing, uh, initiative really, uh, Children and Families Comic Convention at Bronx Community College for uh, 13 years. This was our and 13th year. And it's called year. Kids, Kids Comic Con. That's right. You can look it up. That's right. We have a website. We are we are legit. No. Anyway, um, he came to the event, and, and he's going to tell a little more of the story from his side, but he came to the event. He enjoyed it. He's got a great family and everything. And, you know, I, passing him just sort of, phoom, that was it, you know, because I'm running around doing all this stuff. A year later, he's back. A year or so later, he's back, and he's back with something new and something different, which, again, he's going to relate in a moment. And then... We, we were introduced to this something new, this something wonderful, and this, this gentleman right there. And the next thing I know, he's everywhere. He's everywhere, and he's popping up, and he's on the web, and he's this, and he's that. And it's phenomenal what's happened from this gentleman entering the doors of a, an event for a family to have fun with his kids and himself. And the next thing we know, he's a peer. So yeah, without yeah, further ado... a really ado, great story. Yeah, without further ado... Or even, yeah, well, we'll throw some more ado in there later. But right now, without further ado, ladies and gentlemen, meet Mr. Juan Espinosa. Yeah. Hey, guys. Good morning. Good morning. Thank you, thank good morning. You, good morning. Juan, did Glad we give you a legit you. intro or what? Yes, sir. <laughs> that, that's it. No, no interview. That's it. Everything is there, right? <laughs> yeah, we're done. Thank Tune you. In it was a great episode. See you later. <laughs> right. Thank you, Juan. It's so, been great. Yeah. No, so, Juan, Juan can you talk to us a little bit about what made you decide to go to uh, the Kids Comic Con? Sure. Um, first of all, I was not into comics at all, right? So the event was at Bronx Community College where I work at. So I said to myself, oh, let's bring the kids, see what they do in there. That was my first Comic Con ever mm. as a yeah, first Comic Con ever, so I just went there and for the kids so they can see uh, Spider-Man, Batman, and all those characters. And But then I started talking to... The first person I talked was Michael Gracia. So I saw mm. his, his stuff, and then I said, hey, how do you do this? Uh, how, how much time do you spend doing this? Uh, how much it costs? So I started asking... I spent like an hour with him, and he was very nice. Just talking, talking, and then was he I, uh, was he forthcoming with the information? Yes, yes, he got he got me a lot of good information. And then what happened? And then I passed through Mrs. Mr. Alex Simmons' table. Well, that's this. always a scarring experience. <laughs> Shut up, you! Shut up! You. Shut up! You. Go ahead. Walk. So he has a bunch of books that he has written for like art channels, but I saw the art of making comics. I'm like. Hmm, that sounds interesting. So that was the 
only book I bought for the whole Comic Con for myself. And that's you bought what something for make, the kids, though, right? <laughs> you know, no, the kids have some stuff, but for me, that's, that was the only thing that I bought. And that was, that was the key for me. That made me say, oh, if I follow these steps, I can create a comic book. And now, you, you read Alex Simmons's The Art of Making Comics? Correct. Did you find it easy to follow? Yes. And yeah. what happened? <laughs> and then I just follow it, and I went. I, I opened the book after I read it, and I kept looking at the steps, and I write my character. I keep answering the question that's there on the book to fill out my 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 little character's bio. Then when I got the first character, I keep going the second character, and then that's how I I just wow. boom, wow. and I, all of a sudden I have, I have this little story of my own. <laughs> Now, wait, I, wait, I, I want to... Okay, go, I'm going to let Chris go. do that, because i got questions right. for you, too. Go ahead, Chris. Listen, you just enjoy the infomercial. So, uh, <laughs> <laughs> so one of the things that I want to talk about is that you went and you, you know, went for the kids, and you wanted them to see Spider-Man, and you wanted them to see Batman, but when you decided to get creative, there was no costumes, there was no superpowers... One of the most refreshing things about your project is that I've met a hundred of these type of people. They are, they are everyday life type people, and I know where they work. I recognized every aspect of the tale you were telling. What made you decide after going and seeing, and even Alex, Alex, you go to Alex's table, you chose well because everything else is you know, Archie and Scooby and, and Blackjack, and, you know, he's a big adventure guy. Uh, so why did you make this unique and refreshing decision? The, the key was, after going to Kids Comic Con and getting, like, the sense of comics, mm-hmm. I went to a bunch of comic stores, right, looking for technology-based comics. Mm-hmm. Like, it... Out of like 20, I went because I went even in Massachusetts. Everywhere I went, I went to a comic store just to look for stuff like that. And none of, none of them had anything. I'm like, hmm, so maybe I should create something. Maybe there's other people like me trying to get something on this gender. So, so that's why I. Now, I there's, you, you've inspired seven more questions, but I want to clarify for the people, and I'd like you to explain your comic. When you're talking about tech, you're not talking about Iron Man tech, right? No. You're talking about an IT tech, right? Yes, correct. All right. Ex- explain the, uh, the pitch uh, of your comic. What's the name of your comic and, and what is it basically about? Like the short elevator pitch. Okay. So the, um, the name of the comic is Adventures of Assistant Atman. And, and it's basically a college dropped out uh, aspiring assistant administrator who is hired in a new company to protect and control the, the, the access from, from, coming, from people from coming into the company. So he's basically uh, the police on the company. So he's trying to prevent those people coming in without... Yeah. Mostly online, right? Yes, yes. So that's his, his IT... Um, which expertise. means what? Uh, oh, you tell me what IT means. No, what's what's IT stand for, Juan? Information technology. There yeah. you go. Thank you. Now man. that Let's his expertise there is really his superpower. Yes, agree. And so, also so, also his morals. Yeah. So he's uh, always trying to do the right thing, trying to help other people evolve. He's also trying to always learn new stuff by on his own time. And he, he's, he's very intelligent. That, that's the key part. So mm-hmm. if you throw an uh, issue, he's going to figure it out somehow. So he, he's very intelligent. He's very smart. That, that's his superpower, if you, want, if you want to call it like that. I, I also want to point out that uh, there's a noble humbleness to him that allows the, uh, the comic to have this entire... S- uh, secondary marketability. Your character never hesitates to go to other 
platforms or sources of information for help. And you name those sources. One of the things I wondered is, are those actual resources in the IT world? Because are they, first of all? Yes, the majority of them, are, like 90% right. of them are, are. Yeah, you can so, have actual tools. So one of the things that I saw this, it's a great, there's a great opportunity to market this for young IT, you know, assistant admins and, and uh, those who have computers in their companies and they want to, in a very nice, polite way, kind of inform people of the do's and don'ts. I think this is, this is such a, it's like a gold mine there. If you could get that marketed to companies as, hey, well, I, I here's would, a way to break in your, your computer well, guys. <laughs> I would even go, I would even yeah, say you could go younger too, because oh, yeah. there are a lot of high school and college students who are thinking about this or into IT, you know, and maybe they haven't chosen a career move yet. Oh, and here's yeah. something that they can read for enjoyment, but also, like you say, you're giving them some real resources. Yeah. Oh, yeah. To pull from. I'll tell you what, let's just call out right now all high school computer classes, business class, computer business classes, or business classes. You have a great, it's about two or three uh, weeks of lessons right here in these books. Alex is going to point them out to you. Right. You and go. the series is called Adventures of a System Admin. Yeah. Right? So a Juan great way to introduce those ideas. Uh, right. Both the morals and the responsibility and the resources. I think that's fantastic. So there yeah, you now, go. Now, now let's get back to Juan here. So Juan, you were talking. Are we just about doing him. some marketing for Juan? Yeah, well, yeah. that's that's really. <laughs> thank you, thank you, thank you. I truly appreciate that. That was our infomercial. But I want to Juan. So a, I'm I'm very flattered that that my my book Art of Making Comics actually helped you get into this and and start to develop this. And you said that you know you did your character bios and, and one at a time, and you begin to build up the cast for the stories. And Chris asked you about, you know, whether or not, um, well, actually he asked you some of the things that inspired you. Now you yourself are an IT person, correct? Yep. That's, that's one my, of your my real job is assistant admin. Right. Okay. So, so folks, he knows what he writes about, right? But the other thing, Juan, is the, the lead character, what's his name? Is JJ. JJ. JJ reminds me a lot of somebody I kind of seem to know, <laughs> you know yeah. even in terms of his appearance. So Great you, beard, nice glasses. I don't yeah, know. Yeah. <laughs> Amiable personality, very intelligent, you know, nice family. So did you, did you consciously choose to make JJ a reflection of you? And did you make any other choices in building these characters for your story that ties in in some way or is um inspired by your real life yes so i i first before reading your book i had commissioned a group of artists to do myself as a, as a comic character mm -hmm. i just want to have myself as a comic character just to have it so then then when i read your book and i start writing the the story so i say oh but i already have this character that was created for me I should use that character, and that was me, and that's how it all began. That's why I choose myself as the main character. Mm. Then the characters around me on the on the on the comic are actually based on friends, friends and families. Mm. So yeah, I I got my mom, my dad, my my best friend from high school. <laughs> so they are all there, and their personality. Uh, resembling their real life. Okay, so, now... You, so he pulled I got from a, life. He pulled from I, life. I got a few questions there. Yeah. Uh, mom's loving and quick with the hugs. Dad's a little on that stern side. How did he <laughs> feel like when he saw himself in the comics? Uh, no, he, he, was, he, was, he was fine. <laughs> he, 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 he understand what I'm trying to, to do with the, with the books. And, and, and it's not a hundred percent the same person in real life. It's right. Just, of course. It's, and, and yeah. yeah. So because he, he, we are writing fiction and therefore all our characters are fiction. So nobody can sue us. That's right. <laughs> well, that's another reason. Yeah. That's another good reason. 
This is a work of fiction, damn it. <laughs> um, Chris is thinking, about, folks. We can see well, smoke coming out of his thank ears. You. Thank yeah. you very much. <laughs> yeah. um, I want to talk about uh, one of the things I noticed, and uh, I, I, I really love about the comic, and that is that uh, your main character speaks with an accent. Yeah. And it's so easy to overdo an accent. It's so easy to um, knock people out of the scene with an accent, you know. Um, but yours, uh, your character's accent is layered in organically. So you kind of you realize and you start hearing the, uh, the word choice, the, uh, uh, the accent kind of, it kind of comes to you uh, as you go through a few pages. So if I remember correctly, this is kind of your first project. So what decisions did you have to make about how to write how this character speaks because not all not all the characters speak like this no so since i based it on myself it, it was easier for me because that like that's me that's my I, i'm my first language is not english my, my first language is spanish so right so i do have that accent so so it, it, it wasn't that hard because it's just related to 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 me right Mm -hmm. So for the other ones, then it was a little harder for me, and <laughs> and this is new to me. This writing, it, it was is new. I only been writing for two years after I read the the book. So oh, this, my fault, this, huh? Okay. <laughs> yeah, yeah, all this is is new. So I did ask for help with, with some other people that that that, that their language is English. Wow. The main, the first language is English, to 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 make it work. Mm. And you know that's one of the that's one of the biggest talents you can have is to uh is to not is to be able to get over yourself and reach out for help you know and get a second third fourth fifth set of eyes and get feedback um and then be open-minded enough to assess what you get and Edit, you know, and and make it part of the story, right? You choose what you go with and what you don't. Uh, that's a that's really a kind of a great role modeling for other aspiring creatives out there. That you know, you you took what you knew, but you also turned to others and said, okay, uh, uh, I have this question about this character, or I how would this character say this? It's it's also a sign of how important the quality of the project is to the creator. Mm -hmm. If you put in that extra time, you go that extra mile, two, three, four, five, in order to get things right, it means yeah. that it's not, just, oh, yeah, I got to do the story because it's cool. It's you're doing the story because you want the story to work, you want it to represent properly, yeah. and yeah. you want it to appeal to the audiences, to your potential readers and customers and whatever, in a way that they feel like this is genuine, this is cool, this is great. You know, the quality of it matters, and I think that's that's a sign yeah, or an indication I, in your head. If if you see, um, if I well, my say, but when I look the three books that are already out, and I see the first one, and I see the third one, I I see that some 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 growth in there. That that, that oh definitely by yeah, talking yeah, sure. to even Alex, Alex has Alex has taken hours of his free time. I, well, he doesn't have free time. His <laughs> time. <laughs> That is so right. To work with me and, and help me uh, with my character, with my story. I have people that I met in in Kids Comic Con, like Greg Anderson, Alice, Michael. They they had take the time when I needed to, and they helped me out. They 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 the, the community might not be that big, but it is very very wonderful. Well, now, you know, go ahead. Because no, I, I was just going to say that. Um, a, I'm going to make sure everybody who you've mentioned hears this uh, interview because um, most of the people that come to KCC come with big hearts. And that's a great thing. The artists that come there, they come to share. And, and sometimes it's, it's, it's for the fans because the fans just want to say how much they enjoy the work. But most assuredly, when we 
meet someone who wants to do this kind of thing and wants to do it to the best of their ability, you know, we really try and be there for you. We really try and support. And it's a really great feeling. And I will take this moment to, to you know, throw the spotlight on you in, in saying that it's, it's, a, it's a really proud moment for me to see what you've done with your with your project with with uh, the systems admin, you didn't just knock something out. You didn't just do one issue and and then talk for the next thirty years about issue two. You you've not only set up the first and second and third issue, but you've been doing a lot more, which we're going to you know talk to you about. Um, but you've really maintained the quality of your book, and I do see with each issue the growth that you were talking about. So you're putting in the work yourself. And I, I know that everybody you've mentioned, including myself, are very happy to be there and support you because we see what you're doing. And I think all of us, I will speak for them for a moment. I think they would all be very proud of, of, of what you've accomplished thus far. I appreciate and, it. And two more, two more things to add on to those accomplishments. One, uh, don't overlook uh, the compliment that Alex says that you came out with your second and third issue because Alex knows way more than I do, but uh, we all know uh, uh, creatives who got that first book going and, and got that momentum. And, you know, it's many years later and the second book still isn't out, you know, so it's, it's, it's significant. Um, and we may go back to production and all that. So, don't worry, we're not letting you off the hook yet. Yeah. Okay. But I don't want to move on without saying that here is a book uh, where diversity isn't celebrated, isn't, there's not a big red arrow pointing to diversity. It's bred into the fabric of the story. It's taking as a fact of life. Yeah, you know what? America's diverse. and <laughs> Deal with it. <laughs> well, yeah, because, you know, some people forget. <laughs> and it was just, it was beautiful that it was so organic, and I wanted to compliment you on that. Thank you. Yeah. Now, you said something in an interview or an article or something somewhere uh, about... Um, the representation or the sort of skimpy uh, availability of material out there that represents your particular culture. Do you want to share some of that thought with us? Well, it was the same when, uh, when I was looking for a comic based on an IT-related stuff. There was nothing out there that... that even even Hispanic uh, as I'm, I am, uh, books, comic books. There was not much connecting our Hispanic uh, roots with with technology or or even Hispanic by itself doing other stuff. So that's why I also decided to to make myself. I couldn't make anybody my my main character, but I decided to make myself to put uh, put us out there. I guess. In a sense. Absolutely. And again, as Chris said, you did it in a way that is just a part of life. It's not about, you know, us against them or it, it didn't come from an angry place or a destructive place or oh, woe is me place. It's, hey, it's a day in the life of and dag, look what's going on. You know, and that yeah. was. Yeah, because there's a lot of those already, too. There's a, so there's a lot of superheroes, a lot of. Crime stuff. So there's a there's a lot of those out there already. So I didn't want to make the same, the same stuff. Chris, this guy's trying to be original. What's up with that? <laughs> that's all right. A lot, you know. A lot well, I love those stories, and 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 I'm I'm currently writing something that is a mythology stories from the Dominican Republic, mm -hmm. but that people have talked about it before. But uh, I want to my first project my baby i wanted to be something special something unique very cool totally understand yeah. that yeah. Chris, you're gonna ask something well um i don't want to trash uh other companies but sometimes there is a little too much uh back padding that oh, look at us we have a hispanic character here this character is you know or they'll have a, an african-american character developed 
uh, one that can stand shoulder to shoulder with some legend that's been around like 80 years, you know, and then uh, some ass clown will come in and uh, say, oh, no, we can't have that and disappear it and come up with a much weaker. (laughs) I'll leave it alone, but I'm still mad. I'm still mad, Alex. (laughs) It's okay. You're allowed. You're allowed. Explain that another time. Uh, Can we talk about... um, uh, production and development because um, I mean this is your company and, and two years ago you bought uh, Alex's book but now you've gone through all the steps to create uh, your company and all that so um, I know you were talking to some people about prices and all that sort of stuff uh, you have an artist that does the, um, the illustrations how uh, did you find this person so uh, the I found it on Twitter. That's the first. That's the guys that I commissioned to create my character at the beginning, only uh-huh. to have the the character. So I found it on Twitter because I follow a lot of technology people. Mm-hmm. So one of them, they retweeted uh, the, 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 this group, and it was a comic strip mm-hmm. about the guy that, that that retweeted. I'm like, oh, so he's a real life. Uh, security person, information security guy, and he has a comic. I'm like, mm. so I, f- I started following uh, Hacker Strip. That's the name of the other of the group. Hacker, Hacker Strip. Hacker Strip. Okay. So I started following them on Twitter. On Twitter, mm-hmm. and when after I read uh, Alex's book, I sent them a message asking the prices and how everything works because I didn't know. What do I have to do when I write? How do I give you that writing so you understand what I want? Mm-hmm. So, so we went to a, a, a couple of conversations and how usually they deal with it and the prices, how long it takes, how many pages they do, and and all those stuff. So we got to an agreement and and we, he did my my first book is very small. He did it like in a month. Mm-hmm. And he, the group is a couple. It's a husband and wife. Is the okay. name of it the one that's printed in your first issue, um, El Santa? Correct. That's, yes, yeah. El Santa. I like that. That's, that's actually drugs, listed he, as the penciler and inker, El Santa. Yes. He, his name is... Uh, 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 what's his name? Adrian. Adrian. Okay. That's his real name. So, and his wife, he, she does the coloring. Wow. She does a nice job. Uh, yeah, so of. it's all on computer. Yes, yes. And it's so it's 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 you writing and, and conception, and then you hired them to do the 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 uh, breakdowns, the art, the inking, and the coloring. Yeah. Who the lettering? The, they do the, the, the lettering, the lettering too. They do uh, that as well. Fantastic. So uh, I don't want to go too far. So I'm going to ask this very generically, and you decide where you want to go with it. Uh, were they affordable? Yes. Very well, how surprised were you? Oh, oh no, no. I was super surprised. <laughs> uh, even talking to the guys like Greg and, and uh, talking to... Michael? Don't... Well, no, I didn't talk about with Michael with, uh, about money after I got the, the book done. Mm-hmm. But I talked to other people like Greg because I always talking to Greg. Greg always gave me some good advice. And he, he was impressed with the with the quality of the drawings and uh, and the money wise, mm-hmm. uh, how much they they, they charge me. So it was very affordable because I was looking for out there also to other people, and it, it was kind of I, I'm not gonna be able to if I if I pay this amount, then I'm I'm gonna stop at one because yeah, then I have yeah. to recover, and so I didn't want to do that. I wanted to keep going. So it's still you gotta uh, make some sacrifices because nothing is free or very cheap. So, but it, it was it was this and this and there. So well, I, I would ask when you when you started the project. I mean, you you you, you found these people, mm-hmm. and you went to discuss production and costs and everything with them. Did you already know in your head you wanted to do more than one issue, or did you have a number in your head as to how many issues you wanted to do? Yes. So. I had an idea of how well how big it was gonna be, yeah, like the story, how long, but know how many 
like two, three, I mean, three, four, five. Mm-hmm. But then after the first one, when I finished the first one, I give it to them. Mm-hmm. I started working on the other ones. And I, I, at that point, I already knew the first arc will be six. So that's, that's, Good, the, cool. that was, yeah. Excellent. Yeah, halfway so I, there. I always like to plan ahead. Like when I give them already the one that, that they're working on it, I'm, I'm currently working on like the next two. Sure. Mm-hmm. But they sure. done. If I can, I want I want them to get going on the next one. Good. I don't want Good. So you're setting up a production schedule. You've not only got yes. a goal I and got a my vision, <laughs> right? But you set up a production schedule and you're thinking ahead, looking at each of the steps involved. So your productions so, actually overlap a little too. Yes. Yes. So, All right. Okay. So let's talk about that. Is that from? Uh, that kind of knowledge, that kind of being on top of it, is that from your IT career, or where did that come from? People said that it's from IT. From IT, that, that we always like do the steps, steps, steps. But I think I learned from my mom. Uh, like be organized and be on top. Always go okay. a little ahead, so you are prepared. That's mm. fantastic. That's my nature and everything. Even preparing to go to work, I huh? prepare the day before. So on the day that I got to go out, I'm ready. That's so beautiful. Nice. My, my stuff, yeah. Now, I, I want to put a button on this section and then jump to another section. And the button I want to put on it is uh, Alex and I agree that it's a beautiful comic. And uh, you should Absolutely. be uh, complimented. But so your, the art staff as well, they did a superb job. It looks gorgeous and very professional. You know, um, Sometimes when we see stuff coming and it's a, you know, a first attempt or not, you know, there's a big, uh, oh, you got a long way to go and that kind of stuff. But you found some great people. And, uh, you know, congratulations to you and to them for that. Uh, so let's talk about, again, there's so many creatives who, who listen to this for ideas and for inspiration. So let's talk to them about uh, the business end. From the time you read that book, what kind of business thinking did you have to do in business planning? So they have an idea. Sure. So uh, before reading the book, me and my friend, his name is Johan, we co-founded a company called Sula Web. And the purpose of the company was to create websites for other people. Mm -hmm. So... We started this little small business. We created a couple of websites for other people. But then when I went to, to, to Kids Comic Con, I kind of wanted to shift my my little time, my free time to actually write books. Yeah, to actually write books. So I was not so much inter- interested anymore in the website site. And my co-founder, my partner, was leaning towards music. He actually has a book coming out, too, that, about music, piano. Oh. So he started doing his music. I started doing my comics. So we decided to part ways, and I stood with the name, with the name of the company, which was already registered. Mm-hmm. So I started writing the comics, but I was not trying to sell the comics for money or, or anything like that. But then my wife and, and actually my, my partner, ex-partner, they told me, but you have a company already registered. Why don't you take advantage and sell the book, go to events, put it out there, put it in comic store, put it. I'm like, well, that, that sounds good. So that's how it all started as a company business, a business, basically. You know, it's, it's the, the power of people saying yes. Yeah, know? let me go, let me go Why back. Why not? Just, what if? Just for clarity. So... When you said you were you were doing the first book, you weren't really thinking about selling it. So did you see that as a, a hobby or were you just curious what it would be like? Yes. I, I saw it like a hobby and, and to see how is it, it was going to look, how people maybe will see it. I see. So you were but, curious. It was a hobby. It was something you could almost, you know, it was something you could do for yourself. Yes. Okay. Yes. And then your your ex-business partner and your wife. Both suggested, hey, you've got a company. Let's see about, why don't you see about selling this as an actual property, as, as a product? And, and how did that hit you? I mean, you, you said you, you decided to go along with it, but what did it feel like when you started to rethink 
that well, process? Well, first I was very hesitant because I'm, I'm kind of shy. So I know the business, you got to deal with uh, so many stuff. You got to go out there and, and sell your, you got to sell it. Mm -hmm. So I'm like, uh, but then my wife kept uh, telling me that, well, we should, I can help you out because she's more outgoing. And, and I say, okay, so let's try it. And that's when I try and, and things were going good. So, and here we are. I just kept going. But if it wasn't for my wife, I would have just, just put it out there. And, oh, finally, and, it's somebody else's fault. Thank you. <laughs> so, so your wife goes to cons with you or what? Yeah, no, my whole family to yes. all the cons. Yeah. You guys every, see every that. Time. We so go they, to they, the do they work the table with you? Yes. And, and who's the most vocal? My my daughter and my wife. That's fantastic. Yeah. So you How old is your daughter? A lot. My daughter is five. Yeah. That, that is yeah. great. Yeah. What did she say? It's fantastic. She stays on the front of the table. She gets flyer to everybody that passes by. And she uh -huh. says, come buy my, my dad's book. This is oh, my that's dad. the best. That's, <laughs> I don't know if I could ever say no. <laughs> the five-year-old gave me a flyer and told me to buy her dad's book. I'm in. I'm in. <laughs> I got I got to just throw this in there. Um, I don't think they started out at age five, but Jerry Kraft was a dear friend, and a great artist. Uh -huh. and he's got a book out right now with um, oh god, I forget the name of the major company. Forgive me, Jerry, but it's called The New Kids, graphic novel. He's got out. Sure. It's fantastic. But Jerry used to do very much what you're you're doing now. He was creating. He created his own series called Mama's Boy. He published the books himself, and he would do the conventions and the street fairs and things. And his two sons, very young sons, would be at the table, working the table with dad, and sometimes mom would be there, and it was a family thing. And it was watching these boys grow up from, not toddlers, maybe, I don't know, maybe they were like 12, 13 when I first met them, but up to the point where they were literally getting ready to graduate uh, from high school. And they were still at the tables. And you could see the difference in personalities. One was the showman. One was a pull the people into the table, get them looking at it and stuff. The other one was business. Business. I, I got your card right here, ma'am. Yeah, I can swipe this. I can do this. That's going to be such and such as the money. Here. It was that's, like, a great, that's a great team. Then. Yeah, a great it's team. a great team. And the fact that I've seen your wife and your daughter in action. Yeah, yeah you got it, boy. You got it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. My guys are too old. They don't. They don't want to hear any about that. And once in a while, my wife will come for a book convention, um, and you can't. You know, you just look at those big brown eyes, and you got to buy something from her. <laughs> but uh, I, you know, that's not happening on a daily basis, or you know. So I don't know. I might no, have to nice. listen. We, we don't I'm have to listen to this yeah. podcast. That's what I'm going to do. As a listener, no, but, but my my family, my family is always with me. Even when we go to the comic store to, like, give the our books out, like, so so they can sell it, or so they always go with me. They they go with me everywhere. So how many how many stores have you gotten the book into? I'm sorry. How many stores have you gotten the book into? The stores, uh, oh, around seven or eight. In uh, New York cool. City. Now, where, what area are they located in? Manhattan, the Bronx, Brooklyn. I have some cool. in um, Long Island. So when you come out with a new book, you got to do that, like kind of like tour and drop. Yeah, I, I do that tour. Yeah, yeah. the admin tour. You know, you haven't heard about the yeah, admin yeah. Tour. Well, you know, he's a whole different kind of admin slash pub now. You know. Yeah. No, no, <laughs> and I, no, I yeah, Are you only selling through the stores, or do you have it available in other places? No, I have it available online on my website, uh, and also on all digital platforms like uh, Amazon, Apple, uh, Comixology, uh, even Barnes and Noble. Even Barnes and Nobles. Check that. Yeah. Even Barnes and Nobles. Well, uh, it's hard to get in. My books aren't in Barnes and Noble, so yeah, that's a that's a good accomplishment. Man. Yeah, that's very yeah. cool. How the hell did you do that? No. <laughs> <laughs> no and then there's something. It was else the five-year-old. It was the yeah, five-year-old. Right. She went to. The, she went up to Barnes my and that. <laughs> Juan, there's something else that you did, and I don't remember whether it was recent or a year ago. Your book, you wrote it in English, and yeah. and they've been published in English, but there's you also have them out in Spanish. 
Yeah, it's it's cool. a little more, a little volume there, bro. Spanish. Yeah. <laughs> proud. That's cool. There you go. How did that come about? Um, my family, actually my mom. So she's, oh, I'm very proud of you. You got a book out. But I don't understand. I don't understand. She doesn't speak English. So mm-hmm. I say, and then my aunt starts saying the same thing. I'm like, okay, so let's let's try to give you a Spanish version. So that's why now now in every book I do a Spanish version as well. So and, all my books who, are English and Spanish. Who who did yeah. the translation? My wife. Of course. That's cool. Okay. God bless her. Yeah. I was going to say, I, I was going to say his daughter. Yeah. You know? <laughs> this is a, I, I didn't realize this was going to be a great family episode, but it is. It is. Yeah. It so is. just to be clear, you can buy a, a, a paper copy in English or Spanish? No, I, I only have the, the Spanish version digitally. All right, so on but all those planning, major platforms, you yeah. can choose the language. That's fantastic. Yeah, but I'm planning to do the Spanish version physically through Amazon. Through Amazon. Okay, okay. cool. So yeah. Adventures of a Systems Admin, issues one through three, are available in English in both paper or hard copy as well as digital. But right now, the Spanish version of the books are only available in a digital form. That's correct. Right. Okay. Let's let's look into the future. You said that this first adventure is six issues long. Yeah. All right. Once you do the six issues, uh, will there be a trade paperback? Yes. Look will at that. Trade, no uh, hesitance. Will the trade paperback be available in print in English and Spanish? Uh, gotta think about the Spanish one, but right. English definitely. Right. You know, especially if you go through if Amazon, you, yeah, that's what you know, I was and say. they can if order it in digital, you know, on Kindle or in print. Yeah. Uh, you know, that that would be fantastic. If One I of the reasons I'm asking is that I. Why work, are you asking, Chris? Well, uh, my <laughs> my daytime uh, uh, identity uh, is uh, I work in Hackensack High School, and we have a very large Hispanic uh, 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 student population. And I think they would love both versions, you know. So uh, I'm definitely uh, order a handful of the uh, print as they are now. Uh, but should you choose, I would definitely do the trade pack back down the block and, you know, put them in there. You know, it's just the it's the greatest thing to have them uh, come in and they ask. Uh, we have a, a very young uh, librarian now. She's a Latina, but her name is Mrs. Kennedy, so a little something for everybody. Um, but, you know, that we do, on uh, through my journalism uh, class, we do What to Read Wednesday, and now it features What's Miss Kennedy Reading, and she'll, you know, so we'll get her to hold them up and that kind of stuff, um, and we'll get a couple, you know, a handful of them, uh, you know, the different issues, and, and you know what'll happen, though, is they'll disappear very quickly. <laughs> <laughs> Just to get a little serious for a moment here, because, you know, Lord knows why. Um, but I think I think it's very key that this kind of material, which is entertaining at the same time, informative, gets out there into uh, the teen and older population, because it's 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 i mean i feel bad saying it but it is a reality a lot of young people especially young people of different cultures or color are not exposed to potential future gigs jobs you know careers that are outside of you know fast food whatever and i got no problem with it if that if that's what you want to do but i don't want kids thinking that's all they can do mm-hmm. you know to to allow them to see the bigger playing field and to realize, oh, wait a minute, you mean if I do X and Y, I might actually get Z? I could actually go for that thing? Or maybe even just, maybe they don't even know this. I mean, I'll, I'll do a very quick story, very, very quick. I used to do, um, in terms of a graphic design project with young people, teen and, and college age, I used to have them design uh, their own web page, uh, just the mechanics of it, not the mechanics of it, rather, but just the look of it, and it was a bio page. And it would be them talking about, you know, not only what they're into, but what they want to be. And a lot of the young people didn't realize that even graphic design, designing the cover, the look of uh, a package on a box or a bottle, any of those things was a job. They didn't even realize it was a job. 
It was mm -hmm. something that had always been in their life, but they never thought someone is out there doing this. Mm -hmm. And right. the game players, the video game players, who are dropping, you know, 50 to 80 bucks a pop on a game before streaming was even that, that popular, they're investing all this money in this thing they're doing, and some are really good at the games. They've got all kinds of things figured out and strategies and codes. And I said, so you ever think about maybe one day working in the industry? And you see this blank expression. Yeah. So I think the fact that your book does exist, or I should say, let me do it a different way. These, your books shine a light on an avenue that many probably don't even think about, and yet it's such a major part of their everyday lives. You know, from the sides, yeah. I mean, it's controlling so much of what we do. I think that that's a great thing. And I think schools would definitely be a great uh, conduit for this kind of material reaching, you know, yeah. the younger ages. You have to get a, a tax number. Alex will be able to tell you about that. Uh, yeah, to a bunch sell of things to them. involved there. But yeah, yeah, I'm just yeah. saying I think the material should be out More there. More research on that. But yes, and also, you know, not just the reality of you as a publisher, you know, uh, that you know, they need to see, oh, that's, it can include me, you know? Mm -hmm. So many people don't think that the world can include them. And, it, and, and, and I spend an inordinate amount of energy uh, trying to break that thought down, you know? But even if they read the comic, everybody in that comic who is working in a business for their career, it looks like them, you know? And... And uh, J.J. had to make some strategic decisions, and he got the heat of his parents, and it didn't happen immediately. So there's that tension of putting out uh, resumes and waiting and putting out resumes and waiting. And I'm um, spoilers, sorry. And, uh, and, then <laughs> and, and then, you know, the story kicks in and all that. I'll, I'll, I, don't, I won't spoil anymore, but it's so recognizable. You know, yeah. Um, I I have former students come in, uh, and the, the challenges of the real world become real after high school. And yeah. again, that's another level of value in this particular piece. You know, I had two kids come to me about two weeks ago, and they and they are ready to drop out. And they were like, you know, it's not drop like of, of college. Ah. Uh, they're they're at uh, Bergen Community College. And they was like, it's not like high school where, you know, we were like the kings of the building. I said, yeah, I told you that 22 times. We weren't really listening. Well, you know, now you are. <laughs> yeah. And, and the idea is that, you know, you have to keep pushing. And you show that character pushing that there's so much value there for a student to casually read. And it becomes almost a subliminal message. You know, it was one of the reasons I was so excited to do this interview, because there is so much there beyond the surface and, 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 the, and the glory of the images and that kind of stuff. Again, congratulations, man. And, and, I, and I also want to say that, you know, a lot of the times uh, people that I meet either doing appearances or cons or, or master classes or whatever, and I travel quite a bit. So I'm not just talking about people in my local area, but nationally or internationally. A lot of them don't have the support as they pursue that that question about what can I do with my future? You know, where can I go? You know, what what's what, what can I accomplish or, or, or am I doomed to? You know, they don't have a support system. And I think it's great not only that you took this shot for yourself, but that it includes your family. I mean, you know, the, the image of your daughters, you know, handing out the flyers is going to stick with me all day. That's for sure. <laughs> oh, that's sure. Yeah, but the other image of don't of forget the wife. Yeah, well, I was about <laughs> to say the other image of the wife who told him to sell this, right? You know, yeah, yeah. Uh, the other image is the family supporting your dream, the family working with you to accomplish certain things, the family chiming in, you being uh, influenced by the family in terms of not only some of the characters in your story, but also your, your aunt and your mother saying to you, you know, "I, you know, I'm, I'm proud of you for doing this, but I can't read it." You know, and yeah. you're going, yeah, you know, you're right. Let me, let me, let me hook that up. Right. And then moving yeah. forward on that and, and that. Then pursuing, yeah, pursuing business as well as personal goals is what you've accomplished here. And that in and of itself, whether somebody's talking comic books or becoming a mechanic or, or starting some sort of, you know, food services uh, position, 
personal and business. This is what I want to do for me. How do I do it? How do I support it financially as well as? Those are all things that you've just shared with us uh, as you've gone through your journey. And of course, your journey is still at its early stages. So, boy, more adventures to come. Yes, oh, sir. yeah. And, 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 you know, there's, there's a real business opportunity with the Spanish language version uh, and the English version. There's, you know, the comic books shops, the Barnes and Noble, the online Amazon and, and, and um, Comixology. Uh, but I think, uh, you know, as you continue to evolve as a businessman, you will see, wow, you know, there's, there's a school avenue for these. And um, I can write some, you know, some activities and questions for afterward. And there's it. it you don't plans. get to any of those without a support system that tells you, yes, you can. You know, and, and I, I'm surprised. I didn't expect that uh, uh, from this episode, but it's such a valuable additional point to make. You know, surround yourself with people who believe. And if they don't believe, go and find new friends, right? You know, the value, the value of my, you know, of, of my wife in my life is incalculable, you know, and it sounds like the same situation with you, you know? Yes. So, uh, boy, we have sent so many messages out, uh, today, um, about, uh, allowing yourself to be inspired to tell the damn story doing the research to figure out how to tell the damn story, doing the work and finding the people to help you tell the damn story, surrounding yourself with people who say, we want you to tell the damn story and, and putting them in the, the damn, damn story, story and getting it out there and putting it in the language. So people can, can tell themselves the damn story. So, uh, that you were really a valuable, uh, uh, a guest today, so yeah. and, and not, not, closing, not that we're closing yet, folks. That was a big plug for our show. Uh, <laughs> but, but what I wanted, I wanted to ask you now. I mean, you've been on this journey for how long now? Two years. Two? Is it only two years? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So two years from oh, nothing about comics. You're having three issues out and and going. And by the way, three issues out uh, and some of it in another language as well. Um, you're also in, circulating in several uh, platforms and stores, which is great. How does this feel to you? I mean, this two-year journey, what does it feel like? It, it feels like a, a new beginning, a new, new life. Mm. I, was, I was missing out of all this great stuff that the, the uh, community has. So I, I even put a, my, my WhatsApp... Um, uh, tag or uh, I don't know it, it, it's been there for a while because it says like something uh, the comic community just changed my life and it, and it has been great uh, since the day I, I, I went to my first comic con because yeah because I met so many new people I, I don't like when people new, new, new kids a lot of kids are saying like no new friends that doesn't make sense to me mm. What do you mean, no new friends? You you always got to evolve. You cannot stay in the past. You got to meet new people. You got to learn from them. They got to learn from you. So so that's what I did. I found a lot of... I call you friends because you are my friends. You helped me out. You've helped us, too. Um, let, let me share also, um, you know, just since we're talking friendship here, uh, aside from coming to Comic-Con, Kids Comic-Con, and, and gaining something from us that's affected his life. He and his family returned to us and helped us. This, as my, this past one, they were volunteers at the event. And I mean, they, they came, everything from not only the day of the event helping out, but they came and they helped bag some of the little like comics and, and free freebies that we give away to the kids. They came in for like an hour or two and worked with another of our volunteers, Maureen Britt. And, and bagged stuff. There's, there's nothing exotic and particularly adventurous about that. But they came in and they, they, they helped out. There's, there's all these different things that they've done for us and with us from behind the scenes. And, and by the way, he's become a fan of, of our books. And we, as now we're a fan of yours. And so, you know, we, we've shared insights 
with you know the, the, the gaining and, and building up of the books. And so that in a way now we are supporting each other in our moves, our publishing moves and our growth as as artists. So you're right, you do you do need to continue to expand your your horizons and meet new people and try and learn from that experience. And as you said also, sometimes teach. You know, sometimes you entering a person's life, whatever benefits we may have given to you, you've also given to us. And mm -hmm. so we're we're really very happy to know you. I I personally Damn. am three times thrilled that an event of mine and a book of mine and and, and a podcast that have have led you to this place. And I just I just want to watch you just go further. You know, that's one of the reasons I ask you, how do you feel? Because you you've accomplished a lot. You really have in just two years. And I I hope that aside from the joy you get from it. I hope you also get to really experience the gift that you've given to others. Thank you. Yeah, yes. Thank you. Thank you guys for being there always. Well, you're gonna you're gonna be back, you know, a few more times. <laughs> We're gonna keep an eye on you. <laughs> you know, in about, in in about three issues, we want to hear from you again. In about okay. Three issues, we oh, I'm sorry. We, we forgot one thing before before we go away. Um, you, you mentioned that your 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 wife and 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 your ex business partner said use this company to go forward with your product here and and, and publish this and everything. And I've heard rumors recently that you're you're coming up with another company or you're changing that. What what are you doing? Because so, it has so an interesting tag. Yeah. Yeah. So it's like a small rebrand. Because Sula Web is not is not like comedy related or what I'm doing. Mm -hmm. So what I did was rebrand it to Bearded Men Comics, cause of my, <laughs> yeah, of my there you go, there you He's go. got one. It's like the Smith Brothers here, man. <laughs> yeah. So I yeah, so we created like an alias for the Sulawa company, mm -hmm. and then we we're working on seeing the trademarks and all those good stuff. Mm -hmm. But that's that's what we did because I also want to come with different uh, stories, different series. That I'm, I'm other already than working on the admin yeah. series. You want to do other series? Yeah, I'm already halfway on the on, on a separate one, the mythology um, stories. So um, the cover is gonna come like I think at the end of the month. And then the to... third project, Beard Man. <laughs> the <laughs> third project is actually uh, about a kid that has a uh, multi personalities. Okay. So I wanna I wanna uh, show people like. That even though they have all those uh, struggles, that they are actually a, a regular person. That you gotta, you gotta be patient with them. That you gotta. So that's cool. what that's what my third uh, also project. So those wow. are the three. Amazing. Keep, Amazing, ladies and gentlemen, keep an eye on Bitted Man Comics because things <laughs> are happening. Yeah, and and keep he, an eye on Juan Espinosa because right. he's doing it. He's doing it. Juan he's the telling family. the damn story. He definitely. You know, Juan and the family Espinosas. Issue four for adventures is also almost at the end on the drawing part, so I might it might come at the at the beginning of next year. So, so hopefully for January, next year's Comic Con, we have a we have our fourth issue over there to present. Yeah. Yeah. Excellent. Hey, good. And meanwhile, meanwhile, I got mine. I got mine in digital form and hard copies. There you go. Yep. You. Yep. Yep. Okay. Well, Juan, thank you so much for, for joining us here today, man. Really yeah, appreciate pleasure. it very much. For having me. It's always great to listen to you. And now I'm being part of the podcast. That's, that's <laughs> so like crazy. Insane. <laughs> we'll <laughs> save this episode for you. <laughs> yes. <laughs> it's great. Chris, as usual. Always, always a pleasure. And today it was a double pleasure because we got to hang out with Juan as well. Uh, this has been a very cool thing. Yeah, absolutely. So you guys, uh, I wish you both a great, great day, a great week, a great life, all that good stuff. Juan, give my best to your family. Chris, give my best to your family. Right back at you, brother. You thank got you. it, brothers. Thank okay, you. both of you, thanks very much. Everybody, thank you so much. Please write in, leave comments, let us know what you think of the episode. If you have any questions, uh, send those in. If you want to know more about Juan, Juan, where can they find you? Um, Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook, Gordy Don, like yeah, well, G-O-R-D-I-D-O-N. I'll leave a link in the comment section for you guys to find too. Okay, so because that's a that's a tricky one there. Oh, um, Beard the Man Comics also. 
everywhere. Oh, that's another one. Bearded man <laughs> comics. Bearded man. That's easy. Comics. That'll yeah. get you. I'll there. leave, like I said, I'll leave a link in in the comment section for everybody who wants to check them out. Okay. Again, sure. guys, have a great one. Take care and a pleasure. Peace. Yeah. Peace. Bye.